Well, hello and welcome to the Jazz Focus. My name is John Clark and we are here together exploring the highways and byways of classic jazz recordings. And by classic jazz, I mean anything from the ragtime era up till the day before yesterday. Today we're going to be doing a show that I incorrectly am calling the Keynote Trumpets. Keynote was a recording company that was active uh, on both coasts in the middle 1940s and we've done quite a few shows featuring uh, recordings that were done for that label. I say incorrectly because I'm actually starting out with a set uh, that was not recorded for Keynote but fits into the program rather well. So the first uh, set of four tunes that we're going to do were done by the trumpeter Shorty Chirac who was born in 1915 in Minneapolis. He became known quite young actually in his early 20s playing with the Gene Krupa Orchestra. He was one of Krupa's first fine trumpet solos and soloists, and he played with Jimmy Dorsey and a number of other bands. He ended up doing studio work uh, on the West Coast up until he passed away in 1960. He was on some Sinatra albums and things like that. Very fine swing trumpet player, uh, kind of in the Buck Clayton mode when he got going in jazz. And the session that we're going to hear today, he recorded for Signature, not Keynote, which was a um, label that was founded by the jazz uh, entrepreneur and producer Bob Thiel, who uh, also was a bit of a composer. He uh, it was uh, credited for having composed or partly composed What a Wonderful World later on. He was the manager of Teresa Brewer and her during part of her career. Uh, he produced some great jazz records for his signature label that we've dipped into in various programs over the last couple of years. Uh, I think he started that label when he was in the service during World War II. I think he was with the Coast Guard. Uh, but at any rate, he kept that label going through uh, the mid to into the late 40s a little bit and had some wonderful jazz sessions, including this one. This was credited to Shorty Chirac and his orchestras, done in 1946. Uh, Shorty Chirac was a fine trumpet player in the uh, alternate, alternately in the Harry James and Buck Clayton mode. He could be very brash, uh, as Harry James was, uh, especially in his younger days in the late 30s when he was the main soloist with Gene Krupa's first band. Also, he was with Jimmy Dorsey for a while. But when he played in combos, as we will hear here, he uh, had a much more incisive, kind of reflective sound, a la Buck Clayton with the bass band. And uh, with him in this group, and we've heard a couple of these recordings in the past in different podcasts, we're going to hear uh, Willie Smith, the great lead alto player for Jimmy Lunsford and uh, Harry James. He's going to be featured on one number. Corky Corcoran, the tenor sax player who played with uh, several different groups, including Harry James. Uh, he's going to be featured on a ballad. And uh, Arnold Ross on piano, who uh, is featured on his own composition, which we'll talk about, along with Ed Milik on bass. Uh, uh, Dave Coleman on drums and on guitar, a fellow who I have done a podcast on recently and uh, who uh, his name I apparently have been mispronouncing. Uh, Alan Royce is what I was calling him. R-E-U-S-S, -S, noted rhythm guitar player all through the 30s with Benny Goodman and a number of other bands. Uh, I've been told that he pronounced his name Roos, R-E-U-S-S. -S. So there you go. Alan Roos on guitar. So we're going to start out with a tune uh, by Leonard Feather, the jazz uh, pianist and critic from England, who had just come over uh, to the United States, I believe, in 1946. And he... Uh, composed this song called Snafu, which was an acronym that was famous to World War II era people, and that will feature some of the finest playing by the leader, Shorty Chirac. Then we'll hear that Arnold Ross tune called Meandering, featuring some fine piano. Then a ballad performance of It's the Talk of the Town, which was a feature for Coleman Hawkins in the mid-30s, early 30s even, and here is taken over by Corky Corcoran. Then we'll end up that part of the set with The Willies, a blues performance featuring Willie Smith. 
Following that, we're going to go to a different session, uh, this time definitely from Keynote. This was a session recorded in 1945 and featured uh, several members of the Cab Calloway Band. It was released under the name of Milt, Milton Hinton and his orchestra. Milt Hinton, the great and prolific and long-lived bass player. This was one of the few dates uh, under his name during his whole career. And uh, it features some of his bandmates, as I said, Jonah Jones on trumpet, hence his, this inclusion with the keynote trumpet player's theme. Uh, Al Gibson played clarinet. He was a wonderful clarinet player who didn't get a lot of solo exposure. He played baritone sax with uh, uh, the Callaway Band. Also, Dave Rivera on piano, Milton on bass, and J.C. Hurd on drums. We're also going to hear some Tyree Glenn on trombone there as well. And all of these members, uh, all of these uh, players were members of the uh, Callaway Band. This was recorded on July 6th of 1945. And we're going to hear the last tune of our first set called Broadway Holdover. And that will feature the Milton Hinton Band. So that's our first set. Shorty Chirac on signature will do Snafu, Meandering, it's the talk of the town, the Willies, and then Milton Hinton and his orchestra on keynotes doing Broadway Holdover.
his orchestra and uh, interesting group as I said featuring members of the um, Cab Calloway Orchestra of the time which was uh, July of 1945 in the rhythm section we are JC Hurd on drums Milt Hinton on bass of course and Dave Rivera on piano in the uh, horn line the front line we heard Jonah Jones doing some wonderful trumpet playing we'll hear some more from him coming up uh, Tyree Glenn played trombone Al Gibson played clarinet and he was as I said a very um, underrated clarinet player, or under the radar clarinet player. He played in, in bands with um, Callaway, and then he appeared on uh, some rhythm and blues recordings and studio recordings and so forth later on. So we started out the set with those signature recordings by Shorty Chirac and his orchestra, and uh, that featured Shorty Chirac, of course, on trumpet. Uh, we had uh, Corky Corcoran on tenor sax being featured in that beautiful ballad performance of um, It's the Talk of the Town. Willie Smith uh, featured on his town, uh, on his tune, The Willies, which I had said was a blues, which obviously was not, but it gives you a good sense of his sound in there, really wonderful sound that he had uh, playing lead alto for, as I said, Jimmy Lunsford all through the 30s, and then Harry James in the 40s and 50s, and between there he was with Charlie Spivak in his orchestra for a while. And of course the leader, Shorty Chirac, playing trumpet, as I said, sounding a little bit like Buck Clayton on that initial tune we heard, Snafu. Then we went after Snafu to Meandering, featuring Arnold Ross, the composer, on piano, backed up by Ed Milik on bass, Alan Roos on guitar, and uh, Dave Coleman on drums. A good band in there. And then we heard, as I said, it's the talk of the town, followed by the Willies, and then our uh, Milton Hinton uh, performance of Broadway Holdover. Now we're going to hear the three remaining tunes from that keynote session by Milton Hinton and his band, Beast Pandemonium, Everywhere, and Beefsteak Charlie's, all originals by members of the band here. And after that, we're going to go to a uh, band led by the uh, trumpet player, white trumpet player Clyde Hurley, who had played with Glenn Miller and many other bands. He was a studio guy out on the West Coast from the late 40s on, although he made a lot of fine jazz recordings, mostly in the Dixieland idiom with Matty Matlock and the Rampart Street Paraders and so forth. I'll tell you who's on in that band when we get to the end of that um, set. Uh, we're going to hear three tunes, three 
of the four tunes from them. Then we're going to hear I've Got a Feeling I'm Falling, Dancing on the Ceiling, and Out of Nowhere. So, long set coming up. Six tunes. Milt Hinton doing Bass Pandemonium Everywhere and Beefsteak Charlie's. And then uh, the Clyde Hurley Orchestra doing I've Got a Feeling I'm Falling, Dancing on the Ceiling, and Out of Nowhere.
So that was a couple of sessions done for a couple of uh, different companies. Actually, these were all for Keynote, the ones we heard on that set. We started out with the remaining three tracks from Milt Hinton and his orchestra, billed as Milton Hinton and his orchestra, subset of the Cab Calloway Band, with Jonah Jones on trumpet, Tyree Glenn on trombone, Al Gibson on clarinet, Dave Rivera on piano, uh, Milt Hinton, of course, on bass, and J.C. Heard on drums. And we heard Bass Pandemonium, Everywhere, and Beefsteak Charlie's. Three great tracks following the um, uh, Broadway holdover uh, track that finished up our first set. Then we went to a group led by the fine swing trumpet player, uh, Clyde Hurley. And uh, as I said, he had played with Glenn Miller. He had played with Jimmy Dorsey. He hadn't played with Jimmy Dorsey, but he had done a lot of studio recordings out on the West Coast, or he was to do that. This particular session uh, was for Keynote. It was done in 1946, I believe. Yes, it was. And features an interesting cast of characters. Uh, We have in the rhythm section, Tommy Todd on piano. He was not really known as a jazz player. He uh, was in some Mickey Mouse bands and did some swing things. I think he played with Benny Goodman for a while as well. On guitar, we have Dave Barber, who I believe at the time was married to Peggy Lee, fine rhythm guitar player. Artie Bernstein on bass. He had, of course, been with Benny Goodman in the 30s. Um, Nick Fatul was on drums. I'm not sure if this was a West Coast recording or not. I uh, think it might have been an East Coast band, although most of these players moved to the West Coast shortly thereafter. In the front line, we had Clyde Hurley doing some of that big-toned sort of cross between Bunny Berrigan and uh, Harry James-style trumpet playing. Uh, on alto saxophone, a bit of a curiosity, a Canadian musician named Murray McEckern, who was uh, really a very versatile player. He was known as a trombone player, and he was an exceptionally good trombone player. He played with the Casaloma Band uh, and also with Benny Goodman's band, uh, and he doubled on alto saxophone. He played solos on some of the Casaloma recordings, like No Name Jive and so forth. He was also a very good clarinet player. I played a uh, couple of tracks uh, featuring Art Tatum on an Art Tatum podcast a while back that uh, Tatum did uh, with a service band during World War II that was led by Murray McEachern, and McEachern took some fine clarinet solos. And then finally, on tenor sax, we have the uh, veteran Babe Russin, whose career went back to Red Nichols in about 1929-1930. His brother Jack Russin was the piano player for that band. And then Babe played with a number of the finer white bands in the 30s, including Benny Goodman. And he is featured on the second track of that uh, subset. Actually, we started out, let's say who we started out with. We started out uh, with... I've Got a Feeling I'm Falling, which was a good feature for the leader, Clyde Hurley. Then we went to Dancing on the Ceiling, uh, the Rodgers and Hart tune, which was a marvelous feature for Babe Russin, who had a beautiful tenor sax sound, uh, very rich sounding, and uh, he took that into the studios and made periodic uh, returns to jazz uh, through the 40s and 50s and so forth. And then we finished up with the Johnny Green tune, Out of Nowhere, a very reflective tune, which had a lovely alto solo by Murray McEachern, as well as some fine trumpet playing. So we're going to play the last tune from that keynote session from 1946, Clyde Hurley and his orchestra. Uh, and uh, we're going to hear the uh, Ferdy Grofe tune, On the Trail, from the Grand Canyon Suite. Turned into a jazz tune here, kind of an unusual pick, but an interesting one nonetheless. And then we're going to go to a uh, our last session, which will feature our fourth trumpet player for the signature-slash-keynote dates. And this was a uh, really remarkable uh, trumpet player whose career went for something like 60 years. Uh, he was a well-known lead trumpet player. He was a faultless studio player. He was a booker in New York, and I think out on the West Coast, too, once he moved out there. He was a contractor for various studio dates. But he was really a first-rate player his whole life, and his name was Manny Klein. In fact, he was such 
such a good jazz player, he was sometimes mistaken for uh, Bunny Berrigan or uh, Pee Wee Irwin and so forth. He had a very, very... Um, mercurial style. He could play in a lot of different jazz styles, but he was a very effective player. Uh, as I said, he was also a great studio player. He was one of Benny Goodman's favorite players, but he wouldn't go on the road. He didn't need to, so he didn't tour with any bands. He ended up on the West Coast in the late 40s, I believe, and played with studio groups out there. He made some recordings with, of all people, Spike Jones, and then Mickey Katz and his Klezmer uh, band as well. It's a very long, interesting career. And this recording session was one of the few that... Um, he led in his whole career, again, for Keynote Records in 1946. And we're going to hear all four of the tunes that he did uh, there. We're going to hear, in order, uh, Something to Remember You By, After You've Gone, by Mirbis Deshane, and At Sundown. And with uh, Manny Klein in this band, we have, again, Babe Russin on tenor sax. Uh, in the rhythm section, we have Skitch Henderson on piano. Again, not known as a jazz player, he led the band for the original Tonight Show, uh, not too long after these recordings were made. George Van Epps, kind of the godfather of uh, rhythm and, and, and jazz guitar playing in a way. He has some good solos here. Artie Shapiro on bass and Jackie Mills on drums. And these were done on the West Coast. So, uh, as I said, uh, we have those four tunes, but we're going to start out with On the Trail by Clyde Hurley and his orchestra, then go to Something to Remember You By, After You've Gone by Mirbis Shane, and At Sundown, Manny Klein and his orchestra. <laughs> Thank you. 
So there we have another fine trumpet player recording for Keynote Records. We started out that set finishing up the date of Clyde Hurley and his orchestra from 1946 for Keynote Records. We heard kind of a nifty little arrangement of On the Trail, a Ferdy Grofe tune. I don't know who did the arrangements for that, um, but some interesting effects in there anyway. We heard Clyde Hurley on trumpet and Babe Russin on tenor sax, but uh, really a very nice solo by Marty McEachern on alto sax, who, as I said, was much better known as a trombone player. In the rhythm section, we had Tommy Todd on piano, Dave Barber on guitar, um, Artie Bernstein on bass, and Nick Fatul on drums. Then we went to the four tunes that were issued from the Manny Klein and his orchestra session, from also from 1946 on Keynote. We heard uh, in the band, I'll start with that, of course, Manny Klein doing some outstanding trumpet work that ranged from fairly sweet uh, to klezmer uh, to some hot jazz as well, and we, uh, we'll tell you about that in a second. Babe Russin again on tenor sax uh, with his very urbane but uh, hot jazz style on tenor sax there. We heard Skitch Henderson playing piano, again, not known as a jazz piano player, but a good studio guy, and he, he, he added to the session greatly. Some fine guitar, especially in the last tune, At Sundown, by George Van Epps, who uh, was really one of the, the most experienced rhythm and solo guitar players in jazz at this point in 1946. His career had gone back to the early 30s uh, and came from a guitar playing family as well. We heard Jackie Mills on drums and Artie Shapiro on bass as well. We started out with uh, Something to Remember You By, which had some very nice tenor and trumpet on there, followed by a slow version of After You've Gone uh, to begin with, which featured Manny Klein, and then uh, increased the tempo to feature Babe Russin, and then back to the slow tempo at the end. Then we heard a good example of Manny Klein's uh, approach to klezmer playing. He had grown up, I guess, playing klezmer. I think he was born and raised in New York City. He had a very long life. And as I said, he made recordings with uh, Mickey Katz and uh, some other klezmer groups as well in the 1950s and 60s. He basically recorded with everybody doing every type of music you could imagine. But uh, by Mir Bistachane uh, features him doing some of his klezmer work. Then we finished up with a nice swingy version of Walter Donaldson's tune, At Sundown, again featuring George Van Epps, little Skitch Henderson in there, and of course, uh, Babe Russin and Manny Klein. So thank you very much. Hope you've enjoyed this program, kind of a diffuse program, united all behind uh, a great trumpet player in each case, Jonah Jones with the Milt Hinton Orchestra, and then leading their own orchestras for keynote, Clyde Hurley, um, Shorty Chirac, and uh, Manny Klein, and some fine sidemen there as well. So my name is John Clark. You're listening to The Jazz Focus. Hope you're enjoying these programs. If you are so inclined and would like to help us out and become a member of the family, please do. Also, always looking for your feedback. You can check me out on my social media profiles under my band name, The Wolverine Jazz Band, wolverinejazzband.net, and Wolverine Jazz Band on Facebook and Instagram. So thank you very much, and I'll see you on the other side.